Welcome back to the Chris Massey Show. Today's guest we have Day Oshi Maata. Welcome yes. to the Chris Massey Show. Thank you. Thank you for being a guest. Uh, you know, congratulations. You just performed, you know, uh, a freestyle for the Sway in the Morning Cypher. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah, your freestyle was amazing. So, uh, thank you. I mean, you're very humble. <laughs> but yeah, and, I, and it was dope. So, uh, let's start off like that. So, how was that experience for you? Amazing. I um, I don't know when everybody else found out about him being here. Um, for me, it was about seven days before. So for me, it was a big deal because that was like on my um, checklist of things to do was to figure out how to get in front of Sway and rap. And <laughs> right. it just happened to be like wonderful that I actually got to be on the actual show live on the air and rap. So that kind of like was the ultimate like who high for me um so i practiced for seven days you know because i I had to make sure that i super came prepared and um made sure everybody heard me that was just to go go in make sure everybody hear me and do my best to stand out from whoever else shows up basically right and i very much don't know that i accomplished that that day that's interesting like you said you put that on your list i feel the same way you know that's how that's how God works. You know because He came to us. <laughs> you know it's like exactly. We used to I walked there. Yeah. It was in my area, so that was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> supposed to be. And that's very rare that he's. That might be the first time that he's broadcasted live, especially like that here. Yeah. So it's that's a, a rare opportunity, and I'm happy for you that you got the chance to showcase your skills to the world because you know his network and reputation. I'm sure something great is going to come with that opportunity. Definitely. So, you have a unique style. How long have you been a professional artist? Like, what made you? I started take it this year to take it take it seriously. <laughs> actually, um, I always um, love rap. Always been poetic and love to write. Um, my husband actually used to rap. He still raps, but he doesn't do it, um, pursue it anymore. Um, he actually grew up in the Eminem era. Okay, dope, like going dope. to St. Andrews, so um, we kind of met on that like poetic, like hip hop type of love type thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we our first date, we probably were um, maybe together for like uh, let's say like three hours, and he I told him that I rapped a little bit, and he was like, "Well, let me hear what you got," and I rapped for him, and then no, he rapped for me first. And then I rapped for him. Then he told me he loved me. And I told him he didn't know my last name. And then <laughs> it was weird. But then we got married 11 months later. And it's been three years now. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I started, I pursued it professionally, let's say April. Like, I always rap. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to pursue it, see what happens, see what I get from it. And I'm just going to pursue it and just go all in. With, this is what I want to do right now. Right, right. And my husband <laughs> said he... Never met anyone who um, says they want to do anything and then just perfect it and just do it. And it's just like, you know, um, there's always, you know, whatever that out. You know, it's like I, I'm a chef. Mm-hmm. So that's what most people in the city know me for is my chef day. Okay. And then um, we throw hip-hop events sometimes. And we had an event in April and a couple of friends of mine was like, why don't you perform on your event this time? And I'm like, well, I don't have any material. This stuff that I wrote, they like, just rap over a beat. And I did, and I got a standing ovation. Hmm. And a few of our friends that were there um, from the city who have had record deals, 
like before, told my husband, like, you need to put her in a booth and just see what happened. Mm -hmm. So I went to the studio for the first time um, in April, and I dropped my project, my seven songs, May the 28th. Okay. So I went to the studio three times, recorded seven songs, and I feel like they're all, like, amazing tracks. You know, I put a lot of love into everything that I do, and I'm a perfectionist mm -hmm. at everything that I do. So I just went all in. I have a song called Medusa. Right. That is different, and um, all my music is different, though. My style is completely different. I rap aggressively, you know, so that people pay attention. Mm -hmm. My voice carries. I've noticed <laughs> on the microphone <laughs> from when um, this performing at events and seeing other female rappers or just rappers in general, you know, whether they're not confident or if this you know, um, how their voice box is built. I don't know, but I just know that my voice carries and I have a message and I spit bars, but also have a message that you can learn that you can use in your everyday life as well. I don't rap about money that I don't have or um, killing my people. <laughs> right. Appreciate that. Yeah. But that's, that's very admirable, you know, and um, yeah, you're really blessed, you know, um, just starting off and then couple months later you on sway <laughs> you know? i know it is it's crazy <laughs> sometimes life come at you fast you know yeah but that's why my respect about you is that you actually prepared like you know it's a lot of artists that's new it's like oh i ain't ready for that yet like, right you, you seize every opportunity it appears to, that's what it seems like and i'm sure everything's going to take off for you too um we were talking earlier you have a unique way of uh building up your win you know for your uh Yes. Getting ready for live performances. And you have a box. reputation around the uh, <laughs> around the neighborhood. Midtown Detroit, definitely. Midtown and downtown. Sometimes I walk downtown to the water and back with my boombox rapping. Um, I have a boombox that takes a USB drive, so I just put my uh, instrumentals, some of my tracks on there, and I just rap over them. And when I can't breathe, I stop, take a breath, drink some water, and keep it moving. <laughs> right. Sometimes it's a mile, sometimes it's four miles, depending on the time frame I have. And, um, you know, um, just a day, basically. Right. Sometimes it starts raining, I might take a break. But other than that, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I make it rain. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I say it in one of my songs. <laughs> well, that's dope. And uh, so, yeah, also, um, so you have, so where did the name Day O.C. Ma'atun come from like, okay, is that I'm gonna sure give government? you the original <laughs> exclusive for that um day is my first name mm -hmm. Oshima Aten I built that part um I'm gonna start off with my Aten which and I checked recently I don't know my mother my husband and I were having a conversation and I was I started looking up to see how many artists had three names, and I don't think I really found any other artists. Mm. There's artists that have two names, right. but not necessarily three names, so that's unique in its, in its own. Mm. Um, but my Aten comes from my At, which is the deity, the spiritual deity from the Egyptian or Kemetic um, doctrine. Our ancient ancestors believed, basically, um, our history, original history. The Ten Commandments in the Bible originated from the 42 laws of my aunt. Mm. So she was a deity of justice and balance. Okay. Which plays into my character of who I am on a regular basis, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, that was the deity that I was most drawn to. Um, and that's basically what I work with on a regular basis is balance. 
and justice right. for myself and for others. And my I-10, this is I-N, I'm basically claiming being a part of her tribe. Mm-hmm. And then Oshi is very, very interesting. How I claim that part is, um, you ever heard of a past life regression? I uh, haven't. Past life regression is a uh, form of meditation. Okay. Um, I believe in past, future, and present lives, and I believe they all happen simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, the I've had done a few past life regression. The point of a past life regression is basically to try to go into your subconscious and tap into your past memories of being like incarnated as someone else. Mm-hmm. And I might have done it like 20 times and had nothing. I just wake up, like, oh, that was cool. Well, <laughs> go drink some water and I don't know, read a book now. But right. I had one um, vivid, which I feel was a memory. Um, in that life, I was Asian, but it's, it's really hard to explain because um, I don't even know if it was on this planet, because I believe in that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I was with a man, and he called me Oshi, but he didn't say it out loud. He kind of, like, thought it. But I could telepathically hear him talking or whatever, and I knew that he was calling me Oshi, which right. I thought was interesting. And then we made music together without instruments, mm. which was interesting as well. <laughs> and the sky was kind of like a like a dark bluish like more purplish color mm-hmm. and we were sitting under a tree but it felt like forever like it was like a whole day and like right. like my memory and I woke up and I just like never had an experience like that ever before and um, it kind of stuck with me mm-hmm. and it was so vivid that I remember like the whole thing so I don't know I uh, meditated on it uh, more and I would kind of like come back to that thought of Oshi right which um, that's kind of how I put that together with day Oshi Ma'aten. And for me, the Oshi part is means that's kind of like the first time I tapped into like a memory of self that was not of this plane of existence. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of deep and cool. So I figured I'd keep it. And hey. it's energy that I have now that I use. And I claimed as a name. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. So how, if people are interested in like practicing that form of meditation like how like obviously it took you some time to reach that level where you could contact you know contact on that level connect on that level I actually teach meditation as well uh, and I okay. do lots of different types of meditation mm-hmm. and I also um, change my diet yeah I also change my diet a lot and um so sometimes I go raw vegan where I don't eat any like meat or nothing cooked in the straight, you know, fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I have been like fasting for like two months at that point when I had the past life regression moment, right. which definitely takes um, much discipline and meditation as well. And I do something called fire breathing Okay. before I go into deep meditations. I heard about that, but I forgot what it was. Fire breathing is a um, it's a yogi practice. Mm-hmm. It clean it cleanses your blood. It adds more oxygen to your uh, body, and it also helps your organs work more sufficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, doing it on a regular basis, 
definitely helps you tap into a higher version of self. And also you that prior or during an actual meditation, you're not going to be able to focus on any other thoughts because you got to focus on um, not passing out because <laughs> <laughs> right. the, the form of it's like the, the way that we are taught or we normally breathe. You like breathe the opposite way, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like you breathe in through your stomach, out through your nose, and then back in through your nose and out through your stomach, but kind of like at a rapid pace. Oh, man, that's dope. So uh, so how did you get into like this, you know, this spiritual, uh, what is it called, holistic lifestyle? Um, a lot of loss. My mother, or at the time what I consider loss, my mother passed away from stage four. My mother passed away from a heart transplant rejection. Rejection. Then my father from stage four of cancer. And um, at that time, I was raised Christian, and it wasn't making any sense to me on where they went. And I was, you know, I didn't really, um, it wasn't helping me cope with what I was going through. Right. And because I read a lot and I watch a lot of lectures, I just typed it on YouTube one day, um, what happens after you die? Mm-hmm. And that was like the very first video that like put me on my spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And it basically said that when you pass or someone, a loved one passes on, what our ancient um, ancestors believed and taught was that you shouldn't mourn them because if you mourn them and you were close, they're going to stay here in this realm or close to you because they're going to be part of your mourn because they love you. They don't want to see you hurt. Mm-hmm which is different from channeling your energy to work with them and, you know, you being okay and they, you know, are free to go or wherever they need to go. Right, right. And um, it also said, basically, you're doing them an injustice and instead that you should honor them and um, tap into their energy because they're a part of you and that they're always with you because they're part of your DNA structure, basically. Hmm. And um, that mindset kind of changed it for me and then I got into meditation and... Um, eating better, honoring my ancestors, mm-hmm. which I have an ancestor altar where I basically just pay homage and um, give offerings to my actual ancestors, you know, and just give thanks to, like, nature. And mm-hmm. my life is way more abundant since I changed my mindset, though. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, I'm not as thorough as you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but... uh I'm a, I'm, I consider myself to be a spiritual being. I love to. I love nature, and I I've been taught, and I I can uh, I can prove it to be true. Also, that when you just sit down and relax in the calming atmosphere, you realize the most apparent complex situations have the simplest solutions. Exactly. Like life is very simple. People make it complicated, but if you take time to just like you said, just sometimes something as simple as breathing in a quiet a quiet environment, you know, yeah. paying attention to your I love trees like too. <laughs> My family are like, yeah. "Here she go again." Sometimes I do it because it's funny because they don't get it, but right. I actually um, more so um, connect with trees and energy of the tree, especially if it's like an old, older, like you know, like two, three hundred year old tree. Mm-hmm. Then that's you know um, the super divine energy, and they are part of the network of the ancestors. Like it's your ancestors. My ancestors, like our ancestors, and then it's the ancestors, which includes like the sun, the moon, the wind, the earth, the trees. Mm-hmm. Those are like the ancestors that makes it possible for us all to be here, basically. Right. Yeah, people often underestimate the power of nature. 
And uh, yeah, like I'm a peaceful person. I tell people all the time, it's interesting how you have to work so hard to live a simple life. Because once I get to where I'm going, I'm probably gonna sit back in some nice green exactly. pastures, you know, birds exactly. chirping, butterflies <laughs> going. I just started liking birds like two years ago. I wasn't a fan of birds. I love animals, but I just I didn't get the whole bird thing. But I get it now. They're they're cool too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's dope. So um, what exactly is the day experience? Um, that's basically, it's a lot. I'm thinking <laughs> of where to start. Like, do I start with the chakras, the meditation? That's basically coming into um, my version of help, like for others, basically. I'm actually working on, in the future, maybe like a year or so, opening a wellness center where I will teach my meditation classes on a regular on a regular basis whenever I'm in town. Not traveling the world doing the music thing. All right, right. Um, I'll teach my meditation classes there. I'll also have lectures where I get to talk openly to people about uh, being the best version of yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. So I promote that a lot. And Starseed Origins. And then I also do Oracle Chakra Readings. Which are basically, um, it's like a, some people consider like a tarot reading, but like the light work, like the angel cards, basically. Okay. You know, which are like divine energies. Um, and I rap a lot about being an oracle. I actually say I'm the hip hop oracle. Okay. Like it's like my underline of the day Oshima Ate. So um, that is definitely, my journey is fully based around being the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And ascending out of this um, cycle of incarnating into being a divine being Mm -hmm. and I share that through my music and through my readings and meditation and like talk with people basically on how you could be the best version of you Mm -hmm. and how you find that for yourself and how it's not within anyone else or anyone else's lesson basically you have to go on your own journey to find it for yourself because it's your journey that you signed up for not anyone else yeah I agree with that and uh, it's interesting I'm actually reading a book about that right now I'm reading it for the third time it's called A Warrior of the Light by Paulo Coelho it's like a follow up to the alchemist and it talks about that it's called A Warrior of the Light a manual so it's basically telling like sometimes you're going to be you know like people come and go you know or people have different cycles I mean different seasons in your life some for extensive some for short some multiple times you know they come and go right but at points don't be I mean at points be prepared to be alone in your journey because sometimes it's not meant for somebody to be with you so you can have a sense of self so you know how to exactly properly interact with people but you also know how to appreciate solitude exactly yeah that's kind of the point of meditation too is going into your own head you ever heard of isolation tank? Nope. It's sensory deprivation. And that's also what I want to have inside of my, the day experience, the actual location that we're working on opening. Um, like I said, it'll be the meditation, the classes. We're going to have like a raw juice bar. We're going to have like a shop where we sell like things that are holistic, like crystals and t-shirts and stuff like that. And then we're the the big part of the business would be the isolation tank, and it's basically like going into a 
chamber with water by yourself hmm. for an hour. Um, it's 10 inches of water. I think it's like 800 pounds of Epsom salt or something. Hmm. It's a flotation tank, basically. You you immediately float. Like, I'm not the best swimmer. I was kind of confused <laughs> on how that was going to work when I went for the first time. Um, the average rate is like $65 an hour. Hmm. But I could, I would say, like, if you could afford it, um, do it, like, at least once a month. Because if you already meditate, it's kind of, like, next level. Because you um, go into the tank and, like I said, you immediately float. And when you be still, you don't feel your body. It's like you're all mine. Because right, right. you're one with the water. And it's the same temperature as your body. And it's so much Epsom salt that it relaxes you to the point where you're basically all mine and just water. It's Man. an amazing experience. I could use some of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Closest one right now is in Southfield. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that information. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna wait to plug it, that whole concept once you come with yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I am gonna. I'm considering. Yeah, I'm gonna have discounts too for my people. Uh, <laughs> it's not sixty-five dollars on a regular basis. <laughs> appreciate the love. <laughs> so, like, what inspired that? Because it seems like you have the entrepreneurial spirit. Have you always had that, or is it something that developed as you... Uh... Well, it's always been in me since a child, because my mother, uh, she worked regular jobs, but she always had her own business. Sometimes she worked that fully, sometimes she, she did both, but she always has been an entrepreneur. Um, and she was uh, a poet as well. She completed her first poetry book before she passed away. A month before she passed away, she actually published... Mm. Her first poetry book, which is called um, Heart to Heart, From Mine to Yours, by Bob Regine Anderson. Um, so basically, I grew up in a t-shirt company. Like, that's, like, graphic designs and art. That's kind of why this comes. I can make a logo in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but that comes from being around it since, you know, a child. Right. And, um, yeah, I just promote overall this, you know, wellness and own your own everything they say they say melanated or african-americans are 95 percent consumers and that's just mm -hmm. that's just not good math <laughs> yeah it's not but it's yeah because that's i have that discussion a lot you know i yeah. find it interesting for example that it's so much you're 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 more celebrated for getting a job as opposed to creating a to starting and operating a business. Yeah. And it's nothing like my thing is it goes back to what you said earlier. Life is about balance and I'm aware of that. I'm not saying I'm an entrepreneur so I'm better than you. Yeah. And vice versa. And so it's like we have to be taught to coexist as opposed to I'm doing this, so I have an advantage over you, or you're not doing this, so you're not doing enough. Instead of realizing that everybody has a different purpose and a different journey. Yes. And so we can celebrate each other instead of comp uh, competing with each other. Right. Because uh, I had a, a guy on my show a couple of weeks ago. A shout out to my bro, John. He came up with it. Well, he, t he told me a term that was told to him. He said too many people. And he was referring to like millennials have the term called OCD, obsessive comparison disorder mm -hmm. as opposed you know people don't right. realize how blessed they really are and they're trying to live vicariously through somebody else or or even you know trying to live up to somebody's standards and not realize taking the time to realize how blessed they really are as an individual right doing it the way that they're doing right so, yeah. i can agree with that yeah, so my I, mom taught me to be an entrepreneur i know um 
a lot of friends and peers of mine were raised differently or, you know, like, you got to get a good job to get a better job, but then you always working for somebody else. So mm-hmm. that better job you get is not guaranteed, you know, to always be around. Like companies. You're basically disposable. Yeah. You are definitely disposable with the job. But, and not to say that entrepreneurship is easy. No. Easier than like having a regular job. It is easier, you know, sometimes just being like, you know what, I'm going to go, you know, work at this, you know, McDonald's or Rite Aid or wherever it might be or labor ready whatever they have in Detroit but you know sometimes the struggle makes you pushes you in a corner to where you have to get out and make ends meet you know with being an entrepreneur and sometimes the grind is ugly but it could turn out to be look really really good for you and generations to come yeah. if you stay if you stick with it I agree and that's that's the thing you know um, like I said anything that you do you're gonna have to work <laughs> you know definitely so. Nothing comes easy, but that's why you have to figure out. That's why I encourage people to figure out what your purpose is in life and figure out how to turn that vision into reality. Exactly. Because that thing that was that vision that was placed inside of you, because that obvious thing is money is always going to be a factor in the equation in a capitalistic society. So when you do what you love, it's not like you're working, but right. you're actually putting in an infinite amount of work, which in turn times turns to dollars over time. Exactly. So you get paid to do what you love. Which you ain't even thinking about it like work. You just like that's why I love being you know love being an artist. That's why I know I know that I want to make it as um, a hip hop artist. One because I created in my mind my own genre of hip hop. Like Mm -hmm. I've done the math. Mm -hmm. I sound like no one ever that ever came out ever. I rap about my life basically, which is um, spirituality, meditation, Mm -hmm. um, uplifting of our people, being a star seed, and then. Um, the sciences, you know, I, like I study a lot, so I put all that in my music. I know my husband is like, "You're super fly." I know sometimes they be like, "I don't know what you're talking about," but if I Google it, it's probably gonna be cool, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. But um, that's just, you know. And then I rap aggressive, and I'm different. Mm-hmm. And you know, when people see me, they like, you know, like when I showed up this way, mm-hmm. I have lots of like head jewels and head pieces and goddess. Um, things that I wear mm-hmm. but I wear my biggest head jewel whenever I have like a big event I wear that so that way no matter like if you know shout out to all my the other queens that like mm-hmm. do the hip hop thing in the city or wherever right but I always wear the biggest head jewel so they be like I don't you know like you remember that one girl that had that thing on her head she was <laughs> killing it I don't know her name but her hair was like 12 colors and you know right. she had this diamond jewel thing on her head then she had bars too mm-hmm. you know so the whole presentation <laughs> yes yeah. My, my husband was like, "You're definitely an artist." So when he came home and I had dyed my hair and shaved the side, he was like, "Okay, like I guess it's just a real day." Oh, she my eyes like <laughs> right. she here to stay. You know, he yeah. stared at me for like two weeks and then you know he was cool with it. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, that's great though. Like I'm glad everything's working out for you. And uh, before we get out of here, um, who are some of your favorite artists that you either grew up listening to or that you would? Admire and respect now. Okay, I'm gonna start off with who I listened to growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, who how many songs I go quote like word for word? Uh, Biggie, mm-hmm. Nas, Method Man will be like my top three mm-hmm. that I listen to like on a regular basis and like purchase everything that they did. Right. Sometimes I even say Nas raised me because like I, my dad he was there sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, my parents were not together. Um, I think since I was like one, like they figured out they didn't like each other when I was real young, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it was kind of like, um, 
hip hop definitely helped, you know, with my influence. And a lot of my girlfriends, like, you know, did the R&B thing when I was just like really, really into hip hop. Um, and somebody used to say the Nas raised me because, you know, like I see females doing this or that. And one of my favorite songs by Nas, I mentioned real quickly, is um, Black Girl Lost. If you oh, never yeah. heard it, go look it up. It's it like, was written. Super yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then um, now, who do I listen to? Okay. Um, I think everybody on that, like Royce59, like the lyrics. Shout out to Royce because that's mm-hmm. dope. I was so excited that he was there and that I was rapping <laughs> and he was there and Slay so was there. I was just like, yeah. kill it, dang, kill it. And <laughs> I feel like I did. And they said it too. Um, and what I was going to say, so Royce, I'm definitely listening to the, the lyrics because that's just super dope. Tierra, shout out to her. She got it. First time I saw her was at the Royce 59 concert here, too. He mm. brought her out and she just was super motivation i was just like okay like right very inspirational she killed it she a female she out here we doing it mm-hmm. with bars and lyrics right. and actually having like a subject mm-hmm. like um okay who i'm not listening to from here right now flatwood zombies i listen to you just look them up they crazy yeah, they yeah. like insane and um the underachievers i listen to a lot i like odyssey mm-hmm. um i listen to like a lot of underground stuff dope, dope. um and Sean Price, okay. rest in peace. He was super awesome. Anybody who do anything over Apollo Brown beat, I'm basically on it. So, <laughs> um, right. what was I gonna say? Um, Guilty Simpson. He's one of my favorite artists from here too. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him too. And that's pre- and Sarak, which is a female artist out of Atlanta. Okay. She raps basically. Main. This really. This about spirituality. But she got mad bars and she great delivery. So that's about who I'm on these days. Dope, dope. Yeah, some of them I got to put on the list, the ones I wasn't familiar with. I'm going to check them out because I love, I always keep my ear open, you know, yeah. for, uh, for great new music, new artists. And I appreciate you for taking the time out of your schedule to Definitely. be a part of this show. And uh, what's the best way for people to stay in contact with you? Right now I'm promoting my Twitter account, which is Oshi Day. That's O S H. E-E Day D-A-Y And then you can hit me up On Instagram as well Which I'm always on Which is The Day Experience 13 Which is my divine number So The Day Experience 13 Ran That's together. what that is Because my favorite number Is 13 Really? I don't know Like I've heard 7 and 13 Are like Two I really, really big deal d- Divine numbers They are They're like Everything kind of Evolves around those numbers Like 13 hmm. Um like the 12 zodiac some people say that I'm crazy but I believe in I believe in the 12 and the 13 the, the eastern they believe, on eastern societies they believe in the 13 which is the 13th hidden sign so yeah 13 is this I was born on May 13th uh. and um, my mother transitioned she passed away on December the 13th um, the day I met my husband was the 12th but we kind of like Say we're going to see what we can do with this, like, on the 13th. I don't know. It's just great. Like, 13 is just, like, a part of my life, you know. Like, everywhere that I turn around, I see the number, you know. So, it's my life number. So, I decided to embrace it. Right. Yeah, that's dope. And I'm glad we actually had the chance to sit down and talk because I learned a lot. You know, this is always fun. Definitely going to have you back on. Okay. And um, keep up the great work. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Thank you. And I'm glad I was able to get you before you blow up. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Oh, you know I gave Sway my CD, so you oh, know yeah. I'm waiting to hear back from that. Hopefully he'll <laughs> listen to this one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we appreciate everybody else for tuning in. Uh, make sure you follow us. Everything is Chris Massey Show. That's Twitter, Instagram. Like the Facebook page. Uh, SoundCloud as well. If you use iTunes, we'd appreciate if you subscribe to the Chris Massey Show podcast. And special thanks to Doc Ellingsworth for this segment's instrumental. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's at Ellingsworth, I-L-L-I-N-G-S-W-O-R-T-H. And also, special thanks to our official sponsor of the Chris Massey Show, and that's the legendary brand. That's L-G-N-D-R-E. And the motto is believers become innovators, innovators become legendary. You know, and uh, we're connecting innovators via apparel. So check out their website, lgndre.com, and follow them on Instagram and Twitter as well. Once again, Day Oshi Ma'atin, appreciate you. Thank you. Peace. Peace. This royal, he rubbing me down with coconut oil. He breaking me in. He my yin yang twin. In a life of sin, we built to win. In seven days, he fixed me in seven different ways. I'm the puzzle, my body the maze. This real love, not just a phase. Mathematically, chemical blaze. Sex magic, how I'm manifesting. Sex magic, how I'm manifesting. I take a dark and magically have to. I'm so my broom, twerking under the moon. Half goddess, half spiritual gold. Sex magic, how I manifest. I think the thoughts get magically happen. I'm so my broom, twerking under the moon. Disrespect, cause I'm a seasoned vet. So these flames I could never sweat. Uh-huh. Get knowledge when I rhyme and spit. My, my dude, very handsome. Bedtime work and handsome. Oh. I can see back to the future. Uh. I can heal or execute ya. Switch up my diet. Uh. Yeah, cause I'm a silent riot. My baby mixed with all type of shit. Yeah, I keep it hyper shit. Uh. Midnight, hocus pocus. Beefed up my daily focus. Yeah. Still keep that thick smoke in the air. Working on my witches stay Magical shrooms, they fix me. When I'm gone, he miss me. Me out, hit, hit, hit. Elevator, levitator, lift me. Yes, I gotta have it. Upside down, sex magic. Sex magic, how I manifest I think the thought it magically happens. I stole my broom, twerking under the moon. Half goddess, half spiritual gold. Sex magic, how I manifest I think the gospel magically happen. I throw my broom, twerking under the moon.